0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, and we are sending well wishes and virtual moral support on your New Year's resolutions. I don't usually and didn't make any this year either, so I am basking in the glow of no expectations. Well, not really, but uh, as always, thank you for joining us. This is your midweek check-in at the Hospital Church, and uh, we're inviting you to check out our previous week's podcast. It was the last in the series of our Tis the Season series, uh, and it was entitled New Beginnings, where we decided that a renewed commitment to be servants to our community for this new year may be the greatest gift to our community ah, and even ourselves. Good things to wonder and act upon. So check out last week's episode and any of the other th- previous 32 episodes in the archives, and you can share your favorite on social media by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, and you can listen also directly in iTunes and you can subscribe there. That way you'll never miss an episode. If you'd like to find us on social media, you can go to hospitalchurch.org slash contact, and all the links there are there for your use to find us online. Text us your thoughts on today's episode at 407-965-1607 or podcast at hospitalchurch.org. So this past week, we left our Tis the Season series and began looking at generosity in a new series. And... Right away, as you began the sermon, Andy, I immediately had thoughts, and how <laughs> scary as that is, I know, but I grabbed my phone and got a few looks. I'm texting away. They're thinking I'm texting away during church, but actually I was typing some thoughts, and the first thing that hit me was, as we continue with the Church Without Walls campaign, um, I think that that allows us maybe a unique hands-on approach and maybe a vision about being generous, that allows us to be generous, but maybe not necessarily having to give of treasure, mm. which is usually the most maybe difficult one to lessen our grip on. Time and talent always seem easier to give away, even though maybe they aren't as uh, – in any more in abundance than the treasure these days.
1: But we like to believe we have talent. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're all sitting here like we that's, do, right? That's right.
0: Um, but – does that give us an advantage when in a way we're, we're engaging in our community and that may not always be in the, uh, in the form of treasure? But is – or is that what we're even talking about? Is well, it just I mean, treasure? I think,
1: it's, I think it could include um, a lot of things. And really what we're going for in this series, especially this first one, is to, is to develop a heart of generosity. So it, it, if you have a heart of generosity, it affects all of your life, not just your talent or treasure or time, but just everything. Um, would, am I a generous person? Am I, I, lo- I love the book by Xanders that talks about one of the chapters, Are you a contri- being a contribution, mm. uh, just to get up in the morning and say, I'm going to be a contribution today. And that's not competitive. That's not one-upsmanship. It's all those go away. How can I be a contributor? And I think generosity is very much in that, in that realm.
0: So essentially, you're asking us to be well-rounded individuals? Yeah, and,
1: and share ourselves.
0: <laughs> Ooh, Well, I mean, out of the three, though, I mean, money is the societal measuring mm-hmm. stick. I mean, the ultimate tool for bringing the things we desire to our possession. It puts food on our tables, roofs over our heads, clothes on our back, so to speak. So maybe necessity guards it more closely than the others. But essentially, what is the proper... Christian response to the importance of time, talent, and treasure? Can we rate those one, two, and three? If we're, you know, can we give of the first two in abundance and without the treasure, even if the treasure is barely enough or lacking entirely to meet the monthly needs? What if we're generous in one or two, but not all three? How do we rate those or how do we, how do, is there more importance on one versus another? I know this can be kind of a touchy subject whatever but. you say
1: randy <laughs> <laughs> whatever randy says oh my
0: goodness no i think i think they're i think
1: that they uh, it's a great question for starters but but it really it has to do with if in an if, if one of the three you struggle with then probably that's the one you ought to give a little attention to <sighs> if 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 it's, if it's easy for you to throw money at a problem cuz you have excess of that Right. then maybe you need to think about, am I being generous with my time? Am I being generous with my attention? Am I being generous with my talents and sharing those? If you are a person who is really good about sharing talents, but you're sort of like holding on to that cash really, 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 <laughs> really, really tightly, then maybe you need to think about, okay, why why is that hard for me to be generous with economics? Is it just because I'm thinking I'm going to have a shortage, or is it really something else Something else going on?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think that – one of the things that I picked up from the sermon was that it actually you you were asking us, and I think that's the piece, is that we're not to measure how much we have or how much is available mm-hmm. because it's not about um, the issue of uh, – of, of every time we measure, then we become limited. Right. And we start to think, oh, maybe I don't have enough of this to share, or maybe it's mm-hmm. going to run out, or – uh, and so, when we talk about money, or when we talk about those kind of things that become, in a sense, limiting, I think we we've, we've reduced how we can think about generosity. And and so maybe we need to stop and turn it around and say, rather than, well, how much do I have to give, or how you know how much you know can uh, how much time do I have? Because that's how we think. Maybe we just say, oh, who am I going to be? And I think that's yeah. the, the question that Andy actually asked in the sermon is, is who are you going to be, not based on whatever measurement you make before you answer that question. I, I just
1: know in that mythical watching your own memorial service thing, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'd much rather than be telling stories about the fact that I was generous than I was stingy, yeah. Yeah. that I was large versus small. That I was open versus closed. I mean, all those things. I I'd like to be that more generative than more narrow. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, like and even not just, not just in what you give monetarily. No, or, in who you are. In, in who you are. I mean, how, yeah, and I think you mentioned this. How, how much do you look for the good in others? How much do you uh, praise? How much do you... Provide positive reinforcement. You know, those are all things that are abundant within all of us.
1: And and, and very um, non-sacrificial to give yeah. if we'll just be intentional about it. Yeah. To say, hey, great job. Is, unless you're just a Grinch. <laughs> unless you're just a Grinch. That, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that then, then is very painful, very, very painful. But I, I think that the idea of, of being saying it, who, who, want, who doesn't want to be around a generous person? Yeah. Not necessarily economics, but, right. but a person is just generous with me. Uh, I like that better than a person who's being tight with me, you know. Right. Yeah.
2: And most children will oh, um, my. you know, they'll they'll tell you they would much rather have I shouldn't say that because now all the children are going. No, I'd rather have no, no. the money for Christmas. <laughs> but you know, it, when it all comes down, I mean, you look back at your your own grandparents or your own parents, and you go, "Uh,
1: yeah, time was far more important to me." But, well, right? yeah, usually because usually the gifts have a passing value, yeah. And that time investment of generosity and sharing that spirit—that's a whole lifetime. Just being there, being mm-hmm. present, yeah. And you
0: mentioned it, and I don't know in exactly what words, but you tied it into this is a faith an act of faith when maybe the resources, one, two, or three, whichever we're <laughs> discussing, may be in short supply, that we're going to step out in faith and just have to make that decision that yeah, I'm like you said, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna take a different attitude towards today, tomorrow and the next day, and just try to build on that. But that can be a tough that can be just a total tough thing to, to come to grips with when maybe the, you know, other things haven't gone well. It's like, well, I stepped on in faith and that one, it didn't yeah, work very didn't well, work. <laughs> you know? And so that makes it a challenge. But you also said we worship a God that does not have shortages.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. And that really has, I mean, there's a million ways that you can interpret that, that you can apply that to your life and apply that to, I suppose, a multitude of situations and you followed it with having more does not necessarily equal greater generosity, yeah. and I think that that falls into that continued trap of if I just had, mm-hmm. if I just had. But that's a, that's almost a comfort saying. That's almost a comfort to say that man, you know, it almost it lets me off the hook because you know, if I just had a little bit more, <laughs> man, I would be. You wouldn't even believe how good I could be. I could be generosity. really generous. Yeah, I could be really really
1: generous. But we don't. But who has who is sh- who has a shortage of being able to say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll cut you a little slack on that," or "I'll I, I'm, I'll be um, I'll, I'll compliment you on that." That that doesn't that really doesn't cost anything, and yet that is a, that is a super generous way of living. Um, yeah, and and also to, it doesn't really cost anything to wake up and say, "How can I be a contribution?" If I wake up and say, "How can I make a contribution?" Now I can start quantifying that economically or time-wise. But if I say I'm going to be a contribution today, I'm going to be a generous person to my world today, who knows where that's going to lead? But it takes takes a walk of faith to believe that you can do that because we worship the God who is enough and has enough, and there's no shortages with Him.
2: Yeah, I think that's—we say these things, but it is, for some reason— it is hard to do. I mean, I, I, there's been many times I've had couples in my office and and one of the big, you know, maybe a complaint might be, well, he never ever praises or validates or affirms. And, um, you know. Now, why not? Exactly. But, but you get this, well, I, you know. You never do that for me, you know, and so all of a mm. sudden we've created this measurement again, even in those kinds of things, not just in our, in our giving of, of our funds and, and uh, time and so forth. We even – we figure out ways to measure even those things. The, we put limits on
1: them. And, when the, and whenever you step into the measurement society, you, you are stepping into a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's why you measure. Uh, to make sure you have enough and there's something to go around or or how to hold on to what you've got and be able to share, compare it to what someone else has. So whenever we go to measuring things, we, we put ourselves at risk for sure.
0: <laughs> the Well, and I, that kind of plays into what I was thinking about next is that as a church, I think we need to recognize what you just said, that that happens also with church, not just in our interpersonal oh, yeah, relationships. Yeah. And maybe particular as church, I mean, we don't generate – an income from a business model. Right. We don't sell anything. We don't that, you know, we're not a profit loss statement where we're going, well, we, if we did this, we could bring in more money. We're counting on the abundance of others and those that come to church and those that want to
2: support or the mindset of others.
0: Or, right. Yeah. 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 And sure. And, but, but yet you hear so many people that are maybe, um, former, former church people, or maybe were raised with mm-hmm. religion, quote unquote, whatever you want to say, who will say things like, well, you know, the church, they just want your money. They don't want anything else. They just want your money. And I don't want to give my money because I don't agree with how they're spending my money or, you know, this, that, and the other. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, roads that we can go down that you can even argue with it. You know, the, why you shouldn't and make your kid want to make yourself better for kind of feel better. Like, that's why I'm not, but that statement leaves so much out, but it's, it's, it's also, it, for us as a church, to walk the walk, like mm-hmm. you're talking about, and it's hard, but so necessary if you're going to reach out to people and say, I don't, you know, even if it's, I don't need your money, but I sure could use somebody to be a greeter or, I mean, how do we, how do we engage people to, to get an idea that whatever you have that you can give maybe with a smile on your face, <laughs> is it okay if they start there and then oh, learn sure. how to do the others?
1: And I and I think the idea of of just taking any opportunity to show yourself generous begins to build a habit. And really, so much of generosity, I I think at least, is based upon intentionality. Uh, if if we think about it and make a plan to be that way, the chances are greater that we're going to be a more generous person than if we just let yeah. our our natural tendencies to. Protect for self and look out for number one. Play yeah. its part out because that that puts us in a in a different place than generosity for sure.
0: And, and if we're supportive, I think even in saying that, yeah, we we can use whatever you have to give initially. That almost brings a confidence in a in and in a relationship. Like, okay, I know you. That was a you kind of promised to be safe. You came through on that, so
1: you know well, you're actually being generous with the with the person you're asking to help.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. No. It, yeah. <laughs>
1: and yeah. generosity will spawn generosity. I believe that's true too.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, it's always I always go back to the story of the of the ruler who came to see Jesus, and I can just see the faces of the disciples as he's approaching this. Uh, maybe it's a rock that I'm not sure where Jesus is standing or sitting, but he approaches Jesus, and you can kind of see the, the disciples just in a sense, thinking, wow, this is a really good thing right now that's happening. This guy's got quite a few resources. And yet Jesus does something to him that causes him to truly look at not so much what he had to offer in terms of his money, but what he had to offer in terms of his life. And I think Jesus saw through the fact that generosity was a much bigger thing in his life than the riches that he had. But the issue was around whether or not he could actually be a follower of Jesus as opposed to a con- a contributor or <laughs> so forth. And uh, he he had to walk away on that one. And maybe – I don't know what happened to him down the road. We hope right. that there is some reconsidering or whatever. But I think sometimes we have to realize that Jesus calls us to not just look at what we have and give it. And he's he's asking for something much deeper in our lives and in our hearts. So you know he's asking him, hey, if you really, really want to do something really good, give all that you have to give to the poor. He he wasn't saying that statement so that the poor could. I mean, obviously the poor will be
1: fed mm, and yeah. and
2: done well, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was is this guy's heart, right. and I think that's where it boils down. Is Christ concerned about our heart? So when these people say, "I'm not giving to the church," you know, it's uh, you know, they're just yeah. a bunch of swindlers trying to get your money, blah, blah 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 what uh, what Christ is saying to them is saying no you need to be generous not the church doesn't need your money you need to be generous right it's a personal well in, you know.
1: in this passage in in 2 Corinthians 8 where, the, where our uh, sermon came from this week it's, the reality was that Paul was calling them to generosity or, or no he's talking about the Macedonian church right. being generous and the reason they were generous was because they first of all gave their whole selves to God mm, yeah. yeah so they said okay here you have all of me and now, if you've given yourself away, <laughs> what, yeah. what else have you what got? You about? Anything you are generous yeah. with, you are okay. Oh, yeah. So,
0: was the story Jeff that you were just referencing? Was that the Matthew nineteen where he's talking about it's easier for a camel to pass he through? He comes after needle. that, yeah. That's yeah. that's and 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 then a rich man to enter the gates of heaven, you know, which completely dumbfounded his answer. The Uh, you know, the disciples are like, what, what are you talking about? But would you also say then that the other gifts that we're talking about, because I think people tend to believe that that's only speaking about money.
2: Mm. Oh, right. I mean,
0: and that's, I mean, a rich, a rich man, we immediately just attach a dollar sign to that. Sure. Or, you know, is he, is he saying more like you're talking about a complete, a complete giving? You could be the person, like you said, that's Mm. easy to give money at a problem, and, and that's because you have abundance, but you're being stingy with the others. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Right. He's not saying to everybody, give everything you away. He's not saying that to everybody, but for this guy that came to him, that was the that was he the knew block. that was the problem. That was the
0: block. yeah. Gotcha. And we don't really know much else about him. No, even even after that, unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's you know, uh, unfortunately, we have a timer in the studio that seems to continually (laughs) we can be here all night. (laughs) I know we could be here. So I'm not exactly sure how long we've been at this. So uh in the uh uh just to be on the safe side uh let's go ahead and start wrapping up. Um I love this subject because it's really at the heart of so much. I mean it was great to follow the tis the season of I mean so much of that led right into this and now being generous and it's so much of really every part of our being if we're going to be generous with our time, talent and treasure not just for the church but if we do it for Jesus it's going to affect the church and we're going to grow as a community but as we wrap it up i wanted to leave you with a portion of Andy's closing that you know i was going to put something witty down but he took it all and put it in a you know couple of sentences here so he finished up nearly towards the end saying talk is cheap we can pontificate on the value of grace we can say we believe that excellence honors God. We can say we think having schools run by Christians for our kids is a good idea. We can say people in our town shouldn't go hungry. We can say homelessness should be ended. We can believe that widows and orphans and all they represent should be cared for. But it is the walk of faith that moves generous talk to generous giving. And that's really where we're at is mm-hmm. to put those actions into were, into action. Yeah. Action action into action? I don't think that works, but you get the idea. And if you have, as yourself or your family, if you have ways that you have started to engage uh, your community, your neighbors, even each other with the small things that we talked about, (laughs) the affirmation, um, if you have any of those stories, uh, please send them our way. If uh, that would be helpful, we'd love to share those. And um, we can always keep those uh, – if it's something in the giving realm where you're not comfortable sharing, we can obviously keep that anonymous. Not a big deal. But you can email us to podcast at hospitalchurch.org or text it to 407 So that will wrap us up for this week. So if you would like to join us in person um, here at the Hospital Church in Orlando – its uh, services are at nine thirty and twelve. Uh, you can watch online by going to hospitalchurch dot org, and if you click the sermons, and there'll be a watch live link there on the main page. Um, and ten forty five Bible studies all over campus. So what are what's up this coming week in the generosity?
1: Ah, the generosity rule. Um. <laughs> the, the, the generosity rule. Yeah, we we tend to sometimes. Um, no, just wait and see. The generosity. Oh,
2: roster. Oh, cliff, oh, cliffhanger!
1: All right. Well, you heard it here first. Everybody cliffhanger was like, I
2: can miss church all of a sudden. No. no.
0: So find out next week what the cliffhanger was by joining us this week. Upcoming. So until next week in episode thirty-three, this is Andy. This is Randy for Andy, Jeff, and Tom. Saying thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all then.